just one of the many groundbreaking aspects of the film 2001 Space Odyssey was its choice of music. During production, MGM pressured Kubrick for an original score, which they saw as a selling point for the film. It was only at the film's premiere in New York in 1968 that composer Alex North discovered not one note of his music was used. For the opening scene, Kubrick had chosen Richard Strauss's also Sprach Zarathustra. The use of this overpowering fanfare at the two most significant points in the film, when ape becomes man and man becomes star child, stamped this late 19th century work indelibly on the 20th century consciousness. Elvis Presley used it to open his concerts from 1971 until his death in 77. That wouldn't have happened without Stanley Kubrick. In 1973, a jazz funk version by Brazilian artist Diodato went as high as number two on the Billboard singles charts and won a Grammy for the best pop instrumental. Kubrick's other choices for the music for 2001 were as inspired as they were unconventional. For the Jupiter mission, he chose the adagio from Kachaturian's Guyana Ballet Suite. Written in Stalinist Russia in 1939, the ballet is set on a Soviet collective farm. Kubrick's setting on a spacecraft headed for Jupiter could hardly have been more removed. Nevertheless, the quiet, searching melody well suited the monotony and sterility of life on board the ship in deep space. It was against this backdrop that we got to know HAL, the 9000 series computer, maybe the most interesting character in the film. 
No 9000 computer has ever made a mistake or distorted information. We are all, by any practical definition of the words, foolproof and incapable of error. This sort of thing has cropped up before, and it has always been due to human error. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me, and I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Perhaps the film's greatest musical legacy was its use of the Blue Danube waltz. Written in 1867 by Johann Strauss Jr., it's the most famous of all the great concert waltzes and is as far away from the cliché of space music as one can get. Strauss's reign as the Waltz King in Imperial Vienna coincided with one of the most prosperous periods of the Habsburg monarchy. Waltzes like the Blue Danube mirrored the glitter and opulence of Viennese high society at the time. Kubrick's use of the waltz for the journey to the moon is one of the most memorable marriages of music and film in motion picture history. The grace and elegance of the Blue Danube is matched on screen by spacecraft and space stations turning in unison in a giant weightless ballet. Popular classics were commonplace in broadcasting before World War II. But as post-war radio formats became more fragmented, they were gradually relegated to specialist programs. Kubrick's Blue Danube sequence pushed one of the great waltzes briefly back out into the spotlight, and the soundtrack sold more than half a million discs. 
Kubrick continued to be unpredictable in his choice of music for the remainder of his career. Purcell, Beethoven, Handel, Rossini, sometimes refracted through the lens of composer Wendy Carlos, all made their way onto his soundtracks. This 20th century waltz by Shostakovich is from Kubrick's last project, Eyes Wide Shut. That soundtrack never captured the popular imagination like 2001 had, and it would take another waltz king, André Rieur, to drive his multi-million dollar truck through a gap in the market no one even dreamt was there, for it to become widely known and loved. But that's another story for another day.